This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you've had a great week. I hope you've been enjoying the shows. We're trying to make sure that you have good information as you go about your day. And so today we are continuing a conversation kind of that we started a week or a couple weeks ago on, you know, fitness, wellness. Um, you know, a lot of people think about the new year. And, you know, of course, we all know New Year's resolutions, people start making those. And typically, a lot of that centers around better health, better exercising, better diet, losing weight, etc. And so we started some conversations with Two Roads Wellness, and um, uh, they were able to give us some good information. And they are continuing a conversation. Today, we have Audie Puckett with us. Audie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are glad to have you. We can't wait to hear um, what you have to say, but give us some of your background information before we start. Oh, background information. There's a lot of background, but um, (laughs) uh, educationally, my background is in health sciences, but I decided that I really love working with people and I had some choices whether or not I was going to be, you know, a licensed counselor or therapist, but I really fell in love with the relationship that I get to have with my clients as a coach. So I've, I've gained my life coaching certification, but I just kept going. Now I'm a minister of life coaching for women. And I also have my mental health coaching license. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like this may have been a passion for you. What, what was the draw? The draw was learning that from my own a very hurtful past and the experiences that have brought me to where I am today uh, is being able to look around and notice that I was not and I am not alone. There are a lot of people out here who are trying to heal. And while talk therapy is wonderful, I will never cast shade on counseling or anything, but there are some of us who really need people to walk with us. I know that I benefited greatly from having somebody being in contact with me and on the journey with me. And so I decided that I wanted to be the same for other people. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm going to disclose a little personal information here. So going along with therapy and counseling, you you know, you're right. And life can be so hard and we go through so many different things. And, you know, some people are blessed with, you know, not going through a lot of trauma, not going through things as children, not going through life circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it seems like the majority, you know, there there are issues. And so uh, I can remember that, um, you know, I didn't really know how I felt about counseling or therapy or somebody walking with you until my mom passed away. And after she mm-hmm. passed away, I just couldn't deal well with it. So mm-hmm. I was able to go to counseling, um, you know, go go through some of that. And it was so... Uh, freeing to be able to talk to somebody where I could just be me. You know, I didn't have to be uh, Ricky's wife or Ricky's mom or all the different. I was able to just be me. And then, as you're saying, to have somebody continue to walk with you on that journey, it's an amazing healing process. I believe so. I know that it has changed so much about my life and how I live it. Uh, I think there's a difference between 
surviving our circumstances and actually thriving in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's a great statement. And, you know, uh, there's a song that comes to my mind. I like to sing. So it's like, if I had, if I never had a problem, I'd never know that God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. Some, something like that through it. Right, all. Right. And, you know, when you think about that and you think about the circumstances that you have been through uh, and, and some very traumatic, some not so traumatic, but when you take the sum of that, that kind of makes you who you are today, right? It really, it really does. And I think, uh, there's a chance that the experiences that I've had, as horrible as they are, my having survived them and learning to thrive now is what gives me a voice in what I do. Mm, it, it allows it. me to notice, uh, to um, identify, and to even help carve out plans for some of these really horrible things that people have spent their lives hiding. Mm you know, and running from. And um, I think that I have a particular eye for calling them out gently as possible and uh, helping people give themselves permission to do something about them. Great information. Um, well, I, I think we've I think we've set us the stage for some good questions. So let's take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to start hitting some of the different things that happen with two roads, your connection there and just building on the journey. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Audie Puckett with us, and she was with Two Roads. So, Audie, let's just back up a little bit. Tell us about what you do with Two Roads. Okay, so I am a certified life coach. Um, I um, focus on people's futures. I look at where they are right now, um, how they are experiencing their right now, and I help them carve out uh, paths for where it is they really want to go. Um, there's goal setting involved. However, there's plenty of times when I've got to figure out why they're having such a hard time going forward. And sometimes that involved un, un, involves uh, unraveling some very key past issues, helping them process them for right now and get them out of the way for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and so with two roads, um, you know, we talked to Jen and... Who's the other person? I'll think of it in just a second. We talked about um, how, you know, the beginning of a new year, people start, you know, again, reviewing or thinking about uh, resolutions and that they they start thinking about doing something different, typically at the beginning of a year. And so what are you seeing on that front? So far, I have not had a single client approach me with a new year resolution. (laughs) So far, I'm not seeing it. I am seeing people kind of having a renewed uh, energy and motivation to do more in the journey that they are on. I'm seeing more of that. I'm seeing people get a little bit more serious about the work that they're doing for their healing. That's good. And, you know, I, I like how you just said work. And uh, Garrett just reminded me it was Sasha Powell. So thanks, Garrett. That, oh, is who, yeah. that was the other person. So kind of put it in context for you. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, definitely, definitely a journey. Um, how do you start? How does one start? 
I think the best way to start is to um, ask questions. Um, one of the hardest parts about beginning a healing journey is giving yourselves permission to do so. And when you know how you feel, um, you're learning how to say that something's not right, to be able to say that something has happened to you and it has changed who you are and now you are not okay. Starting right there and then giving yourself permission to pick up the phone, to go online and do a good search, to start asking good questions so that you can be pointed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, again, with the new year, I think people start asking those questions and you start to think about futuristically, you know, I know I always think, okay, we are in 2024. I, it's hard to believe that wow. it is here. And so, you know, a lot, a lot of time has passed and you think, okay, I'm starting a new, new year. You know, what's this going to look like? And, you know, uh, oftentimes people can't move forward if they don't look back. Um, I am, I can agree with that because sometimes it's knowing where we've been to kind of give Mm -hmm. us an idea of where it is we want to go. But sometimes we don't know what our interests are. We don't know what our passions are and we don't know the difference between those two things. You know, we're not aware that a lot of our anxieties are rooted in fear. Uh, We don't know that a lot of our thinking is actually kind of stinking and we need somebody (laughs) to help us realize that and change uh, to reframe how we're seeing the world so we can navigate it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. So when someone comes in and, and they're meeting with you, where do you start? Well, I, I first start by trying to get them to get to know them just a little bit better. Um, I ask them, you know, about simple things in their lives that aren't hard to disclose. Like, you know, are you uh, do you have siblings? Um, are your parents still with us? Do you have children? Um, are you married? You know, Your level of education, what's that been like for you? What has that helped you achieve? Um, Start laying the groundwork for a relationship. That has to come first. And then we can get into their true purpose for coming to see me. What is it that they're after? Mm -hmm. What's the end result for them? And, And then how we get there is up to them. I tell them what I have to offer. I tell them what their options are. And I let them make decisions and tell me how they want me to help them. Mm-hmm. And, and Audie, I think that you mentioned a vision board, right? Um, yeah, we, we can do vision boards sometimes. And they are, they are fun. They're a very creative way of expressing um, what we kind of want to see in our futures. Um, but I, I think that my coaching approach is very direct and I have a tendency to be kind of a teacher. So there's a little bit more actual introspective work that goes into coaching with me. Um, we, I don't do very many vision boards. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People seem to prefer to do what could be considered classwork or homework. They really prefer to do that. Uh, so they can actually see the work that they're doing in a practical sense. They can actually start putting it to work. 
But I like what you said, Adi, about just being introspective, because, again, you know, it's just the sum of who we are. So any actions based on that. So you, you have to do some of that deep searching. Oh, absolutely. You got to dig for it. Um, I think about um, gardening a lot and trees and things like that and how uh, sometimes our soil, you got really nice soil, but we have rocks in it. You know, we have rocks in the soil and it makes it hard to till. It makes it hard to plant and, and, and grow and thrive and bear good fruit. And when that happens, you don't, sometimes we don't even know the rocks are there. We need to help somebody, we need somebody to help us point them out and dig them up and get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and take our second break. And then when we come back, Adi, I want to talk about, you know, just, uh, you know, walking along that journey, you know, starting it and then just kind of moving through that and what life coaching, how that plays into the picture. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection. This morning, we have Audie Puckett with us. She's with Two Roads, and she is a life coach, a certified life coach. And Audie, I think that um, that's becoming a more more uh, popular title or, or something. I think like maybe in the California area, it was when I first started hearing it from my aunt doing life coaching. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is that? But I, I think, you know, it's, it's spread throughout the Midwest and, you know, here it is right here and we have a certified life coach with us with you yeah and you're right it has become a very popular title um and unfortunately it's a field where just about anybody could call themselves a life coach but i think to be a good one to be effective you really have to be out there getting your training you really have to be investing not just your money but your time your effort um your your heart into this work because you're dealing with other people's hearts here. And so I think it's careless for us to hold these titles and not be doing the work to actually um, call ourselves credible. You know what? A hundred percent. I would start clapping, except it would be, it would be too loud and hurt the audience's ear, but you're right because you know, it it can become like that catchphrase title and uh, yeah. So, uh, Exactly. I, like I said, I just want to applaud what you said because um, there's a lot more to it, and and you are you are working with somebody's heart. Yes, you are. And when we are doing that, we we have to tread carefully because generally, if they've come to me, somebody's already broken that heart, and so I have to be very careful and mindful of them. Mm-hmm. So, talk about. Um, the life coaching as a part of the total package. When someone comes into two roads, um, talk about how that journey can work together. Uh, well, first of all, you know, two roads wellness clinic, it's integrative health. So that means that we have a lot of specialties that are exchanging hands. Uh, we, sometimes we share clients. Like I, I have clients that have a therapist within two roads and they also come see me for practical application of what it is that they're learning in therapy. And the good news is I've recently achieved my, uh, mental health coaching license. So I can, I can actually help people with mild to moderate 
uh, mental health symptoms. Um, now, if, if we're talking serious mental health issues like schizoaffective disorder, you know, high levels of bipolar syndrome, you know, or disorder, then I have to refer them out to someone else, right? And then once those symptoms aren't so severe, I might be able to take up their cause again. But I have to know my limitations so that I can help them within my capacity and then pass them over when I know that I've hit my boundary. Um, but when they're with me, they can look forward to um, a process of healing. It's a progression. You're not coming into my office for a quick fix. I don't have any of those. And the heavy lifting is actually not done by me. It's actually done by my client. So they have decisions that they have to make from the time they walk in there until the, the time they walk out of their last session. And so that starts with knowing where they what they where they want to go, knowing what the knowing how much work they want to put in toward that goal, and then being willing to take each step. So we can be working on anything from goal setting to mindfulness, from mindfulness to uh, setting up routines for their daily lives. I think uh, one program that I like to offer is called Spirit, Soul, Body. And Spirit, Soul, Body talks about how we're made. How, uh, I guess if I could put give you an illustration, a verbal illustration, it would be like looking at a car. And knowing that the car that you're looking at, you're looking at the color of the car, the shape of the car, you know, how many doors it has, all of this good stuff. And that's the body. But when we look at it from a mechanical standpoint, we're looking at all the moving parts, the steering wheel, the accelerator, the brake. This is the soul. This is the mind of you. This is your self-consciousness. But then we're looking at the spirit. The spirit is the gas in the car. It is the fuel. It is the you of you, right? This is your God consciousness. And so if you've got bad gas, your vehicle's not going to run very well. I don't know if you've ever seen what happens if you put diesel in a gasoline-fueled car, but it's bad. (laughs) It's it's pretty horrible. (laughs) So if we're putting the wrong kind of fuel in our spirits, if we're watching things that are scaring us, if we're listening to things that are just like really horrible, Horrible, you know, and this can be anything from music to television shows to, you know, horrible conversations you shouldn't have uh, take part in or what have you. If you're putting the wrong gas in your person, then your functionality is going to be negatively affected. Again, I just want to applaud, (laughs) you know, I I think people, you know, they're like, oh, well, this isn't harmful to watch this or listen to that or or to go here or to go there. But, yeah, it can be because, again, it's a part uh, you're you're putting that into exactly beautiful illustration that gasoline is going into the system and it can Mm -hmm. be it can turn out bad. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it can. And and I know that normally this is not how deeply we go as a society, I don't think. Uh-huh. Yeah. As a society, we spend more of our time on the surface. But when people are really looking for healing, they're actually looking for truth. And when they're looking for the truth, they'll actually start to be willing to dig for that truth. And so when we can make it that deep and actually look for the truth of what's happening right in front of us, whether it's on a, a physical, physically received level all the way down to the spirit, if we can get to the root of these things, we can do a better job of 
you know, pruning our leaves and starting to bear better fruit. Yep, definitely. So, uh, again, as we're starting, we are starting this new year, uh, you know, again, 2024, it's here. Some people are looking at it as a journey. What are some practical steps? Our listeners today, they're listening to the show. What are some practical steps toward maybe healing or just being able to have that better walk? I think some simple things. We can, uh, I know that I could be very clinical here, but there's no need for it when there's some simple things we can start. Uh, Number one, we can start being more grateful. Mm. We can start uh, look like purposefully looking for something to smile about, something to rejoice over, someone to congratulate, you know, something to laugh about. If we're intentionally looking for it, we are guaranteed to find it. And that is guaranteed to bless us. Another thing that we can do, I guess I give you five things. We can stay okay. hydrated. We can stay hydrated. Please drink water. <laughs> I know that we can. We love our coffee. We love our, you know, fizzy drinks and all of this good stuff. But let me tell you, talk about fuel. Water is very good fuel. It's not just good for the health of the body, but it's also very good for our mental states. Okay. Very, very good to stay hydrated. Uh, also, being prepared. Uh, there are all kinds of, um, planners and schedulers and notebooks and things out there that we could use, even digital ones and apps we could use. But when we know a little bit about what's coming ahead, we have a tendency to reduce our anxieties, right? When we can kind of see what's coming, we're a little less afraid of it. Yes. So another thing would be to be open, be open to adventure, whether we're going to work, uh, running errands, managing the relationships in the home, whatever they are, they don't have to be horrible, grueling tasks. An open mind is a curious mind and a curious mind definitely benefits from um, looking for and having new experiences, however small they might be. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I would say, to be honest, we can start being more honest, more vulnerable uh, to one another. I mean, we don't have to lay it all out there, but we can make ourselves available heart to heart to one another. Um, being honest is one of the greatest gifts that we can give to one another. Communicating clearly being respectful in that communication. That's a very effective way to bridge gaps, solve all kinds of life problems, and to achieve personal and even professional relationship goals. I love it. Thank you so much, audience. I hope you caught that. You know, I'll I'll make sure I put it on our Facebook page so you can remember that. Audie, thank you so much for sharing with us today. You've given us really good information, and I've enjoyed the conversation. Oh, I've enjoyed it, too. Thank you so much for the opportunity to just talk about what goes on here at Two Roads, what I have to offer the community and um, how it can benefit anyone looking to just enrich their lives and start thriving. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. So uh, tell us where you're located again. Uh, If the audience doesn't know, how can they learn more? Okay, I mostly practice out of Muhammad, Illinois. Um, My front desk can be reached at area code 217-655-4993. 
I'm located at 2001 uh, Churchill Avenue, Suite 1 in Muhammad. So it's really not hard to find. It's across the street from the library. <laughs> it's not hard to find. <laughs> but I think I'm also about to open a market in Danville uh, one day a week. I haven't picked that day out. Um, we're located on Vermillion, so 3545 Vermillion. Um, and just kind of look forward to kind of seeing me be bopping around in Danville every once in a while as I get to know this community. Uh, but yeah, reach out, start asking questions. Uh, but most importantly, when you start asking questions, ask the kind of questions that find out if I'm even the right decision for your health journey. That's mm -hmm. very important. Okay, Audie, thank you so much, audience. Again, we've been speaking with Audie Puckett with Two Roads Wellness and uh, really good information. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. shows. As you go into the weekend, remember Monday is Martin Luther, Lu Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We want to make sure we're participating. We have a great, um, you heard Sandra talking about it yesterday. There, there's a great uh, remembrance celebration again, starting with the motorcade um, at 10 o'clock at the corner of Logan and then going on to St. James and enjoying the presentation that happens there. Have a good weekend. Get out. Enjoy. Celebrate. And we'll be back on Tuesday. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.